Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Superman number 190, cover date October 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artists Kurt Swan and George Klein, edited by Mort Weisinger, featuring The Four Element Enemies, written by James Shooter, art by Wayne Boring. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! Once I believed that when love came to me, it would come with rockets, bells, and poetry. But with me and you, it just started quietly and grew. And believe it or not, now there's something. Amalak, a space pirate, wishes to eliminate Superman in advance of conquering Earth. Amalak uses a super weapon that transforms hosts into elemental beings of incredible power under his control. After selecting three hosts, Amalak selects his fourth, Clark Kent. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain most of it. What do you get when a fantasy gaming horror sci-fi geek and an army veteran history nerd want to do a comic book related podcast? Why? You get the Weird Warriors podcast, of course. Weird War Tales was a 124 issue DC comic book series published from 1971 to 1983. Along the way, we'll sidetrack on to an occasional special mission where we discuss an issue of a like themed comic book from a different title or publisher. There are also the rare Road Warriors episodes where we report on comic related road trips like or visiting the homes and grave sites of comic greats. We'll nitpick what the comics creative team got wrong and crawl about what they got right. We'll also break down the facts behind the fiction in the stories, which is sometimes quite weird in its own right. Even the letters page and our favorite ads can't escape our judgment just as we can't escape yours in our own dead letter office mailbag. Torpedo-eating dinosaurs. Haunted chateaus. Time-traveling rats. Zombie robots. Day-walking vampires. Gargoyle armies. And that's just in the first 20 Weird War Tales episodes. So, report for duty with the Weird Warriors podcast with Max and Rich, where we promise to make war no more. But look at you with your tie all loosened and your shirt sleeves rolled up. You look like a... 1970s television detective. Well, thank you. I just got in from work. Kolchak the Night Stalker mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. How is it going? This is unusual. It's a work day. We usually don't record on a work day. Well, we had such a full weekend. I feel like I've been running a longest race. I'll say. My goodness. 
Um, but it's going well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember where you were Saturday, but I was sitting on the couch all day reading comic books. Open house, then a wedding, then to see a friend's art gallery. I did go with you uh, to show. that, yes. yes. That was beautiful. Um, let's see. I performed a super heroic act the other day. What did you do? I um, was driving home from Walmart. Yes. And a car in front of me hit a deer, mm-hmm. as is very prevalent in our neighborhood. Yes, we do live out in the country. And uh, so the car put their blinkers on and pulled off. So I pulled off in front of them to make sure that everything was okay. And it was a teenage boy with his little brother. Mm-hmm. And he said he had just had his license for one week. Oh, my goodness. And he um, was surveying the damage to yes. his car, a smashed headlight and yes. whatnot. And he said, how much do you think this will cost? $15,000. So I smacked him across the face like that Batman and Robin meme. Yeah, yes, yes. And I said, you have insurance. And then I drove away. So... That was me. I acted like Batman. That was my oh, superhero. That was really nice. Act. Thanks. That was nice. Yeah. Remember what happened to me last week regarding wildlife? Um, remind me. I ran over a raccoon. Oh, yes. On and purpose, right? Yeah. No. I was going over a hill. Uh-huh. And just as I came down the hill, right at the bottom, of, and it was one of these little small, like little dips in the, you know. Sure. In, in the, uh, Were you trying roads. to catch air? No. Okay. God. And uh, and I ran over a raccoon and like I couldn't I skidded to avoid it. I couldn't it went under both the front and the back tire and it was dead and I was absolutely devastated when I came home I you was were, I'll vouch for that I hugged you and I just I was so upset I was so upset about killing the raccoon oh my god I didn't go back and bring it home and bury it I just couldn't even I couldn't even uh, yeah yeah I it get was it. clearly dead have you noticed recently that the squirrels just are not getting out of the way of cars well that's because a lot of them have the walnuts in their mouths have you noticed that no their mouths are full of those those big uh, walnuts black walnuts but they can still move their legs i i think they're kind of distracted yes i have noticed that the squirrels are not getting out of the way yes i've seen a lot of them on the road lately not to say we hit them we slow down no we slow down yeah drive around as a matter of fact i slowed down to keep from hitting a squirrel the other day. Yep. And Hit that a raccoon is, instead. <laughs> that's why I got new tires today. Because I slid over the all over the road and I was oh. like and then I looked at the tread of my tires and then I remembered that the last time I took my car in, the service reports recommend that I get new tires. And I came to you and I said, I think I need new tires. And you said, Yeah, you need new tires. Yeah. And so I got them today. Congratulations. So, yes. But I, I will say that I did about a month ago save a red box turtle uh, at the top of the hill over going right off Swan Pond Road where it becomes Bill Meyer Mill Road mm-hmm. by our friend's house. The, I yeah, saved a, a turtle red... there once too. Is that turtle playing in the whole neighborhood? Uh, it's only this big. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep, got, that's the one. It's a red box turtle. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, clearly it was headed in that direction. I stopped, put my blinkers on, and got out and I said, what are you doing? You're going to get yourself killed. And I took it across in the direction it was pointed to and put it in the grass. Thank you for of your course. service. To well, then I, you know, the month later I killed a raccoon. Sure, sure. Well, it all balances out. And then the that end. eagle, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my God! <laughs> we aren't all supermen. Speaking of teenagers who don't know the way that the world works, we're about to witness what happens when a teenager is under deadline. 
Oh, really? In There's a story Superman this. number 190. Oh, I don't know the story. I'm making a lot of assumptions. Okay, okay. Uh, Superman number 190. Mm-hmm. The Man of Steel faces his most desperate struggle for life against beings of fire, earth, air, and water. In the element enemy. Oh, well, well, that was fast. I usually do the... Oh, sorry. Okay. In... The, the Element, Element Enemies. Enemies, world's best-selling comics magazine. I bet not after this not issue. Not after this issue. Um, this kind of looks like a deconstructed metamorpho that he's fighting. Like, yeah. What's the opposite of Ultra, the multi-alien? Metamorpho, metamorpho. the split-up jigsaw man? <laughs> the jigsaw man. So Earth, air, yeah. fire, water. These are four elements which the ancients believed to be the basic substances from which all matter is formed. Well, I mean, I, I still think that's... I mean, I mean, essentially, essentially yeah. yes. Now, a master villain transfers the raw power of these, air quotes, elements into the bodies of our four creatures, whose one mission is to kill Superman. But is the mighty man of steel really in danger? Could be, because half his power is gone, leaving him only part of his super energy with which to combat the, the four elements. elements. No enemies. It says enemies. The four element enemies. Oh, God, There's I a... focused on the last word. Here, I'll give you another chance. I'll edit this part out. The, the four, four element, element enemies. enemies. You aren't going to edit that out. No, <laughs> I don't edit. Uh, this story is written by young Jim Shooter. Jim the 13-year-old Wonderkint, who's written some of our recent Legion of Superheroes Excuse stories. Excuse me, sir, what's my deadline? Which are actually good stories in the Legion of Superheroes. This story is not, which makes me oh, think that on. he... What? We want them to actually stay. They'll stay. Okay. They stay for our witty repartee. We might talk about the neighbors later. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's why I'm assuming that he was under some kind of pressure or deadline or trying to write something else or needed some extra money for lollipops or skateboards, whatever he was spending his money this on. This is a very unusually constructed story. In, in the sense that there are many, many pages of battle. And it's all the same battle. Yeah. Over and over, over and, and over, over again. again. Uh, um, so... Art is by Wayne Boring, which also makes the story look like what? Wayne Boring. That's his name. Uh, who was a chiefly known as a Superman artist in the 1950s. So whenever I see Wayne Boring art, I assume the story was written in like 1952. Mm-hmm. It was not. It was written in 1966. Otherwise, a very great year. Because that's when I was born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Far out in space, we find Superman defending a helpless planet from ruthless invaders. Uh, He is taking these missiles, catching them in his bare hands, also using his heat vision and driving the invaders away. And the excited populace says, Superman has saved us. Period. (laughs) You know, I make fun of... uh, a relative of mine who gets very upset when people use periods in text messages. But I, it's my sister. She won't listen. I'm talking about her. Um, this excited population says Superman has saved us, period. I'd be pissed. Wait. I use proper punctuation in all my texts. I know. It enrages her. Are you kidding? No, not, not 
if it's like an exclamation point, that's fine. But a period is like denotes anger or pissiness or something. Wait. What? If a period denotes <laughs> pissiness, what does an ellipsis denote? Oh, that's like they're supposed to understand what you're saying oh and fill God. in the blanks. I am going to send every text to her for the next don't, week. Don't. With an don't. <laughs> don't. Do you think she'll pick up the poop that's on the road? Who are you talking Someone about? Someone dropped a blue bag of poop right out, right out in front of our yard. She's walking right by it. Oh, oh, Butler sees her. She sees us. Who? What dog is it? No. Okay, so there's our neighbor is walking. And she has something in a bag. But someone dropped a blue bag with some dog poop in it right in front of our mailbox. Oh, not her? No. No, I was oh. wondering if she's going to pick it up. Oh. Did you drop it? No. Oh. Well, one of us is going to have to get it. Otherwise, it's going to be run over and ground into the road and then blow into someone's yard. I think it's a job for the HOA president. Do you? Yeah. Well, I'll designate that work to the treasurer. <laughs> Moments later, look, he has driven away the attack fleet. No, there's an exclamation point after that. Look, he has driven away the attack fleet. Ellipsis. In seconds. The invaders have, oh, he says, he thinks the invaders have all run for the hills. Oh, there's an exclamation point. And just in time, I'm due at the office as Clark Kent. First point of a grievance. Superman flew into space to rescue a planet of other people that are not excited to see him and is worried about getting to the office in time like make a call clark he has a hypersensitive sensitive sense of responsibility yeah that's not healthy psychologically you're right um also he has super speed also he has an army of superman robots that can dress as clark kent yes i have my hand raised yes you have a question can't he just go back in time a little bit? Oh, but he wouldn't, the, he wouldn't have done the date if he'd gone back in time. Yes, also, it's very strict rules. You can't go back in time. And, like, if he went back in time to a time where he also existed, he would be just a phantom. He couldn't okay. do anything. Um, so he flies through space. And yep. He passes by a pink gas cloud. And yep. he says, sorry. Uh, well, that's one group of aggressors who won't be invading. Uh, suddenly, I have the strangest feeling I'm being watched. I don't have time to investigate now. It's probably my imagination anyway. Probably. But it's not uh, because there's a spaceship hiding in, behind that pink cloud inside it. It's not very clear. Um, and who's in the spaceship? Akak. What's his name? Amalak. Amalak. Girl, she is a mess. What? She's got this purple jumpsuit on with a... Uh, green diamond. A green triangle. Green triangle. And what are those uh, Valentine Hearts candies? It's like... Smarties? That. No, yeah. You know, it's like a Necco wafer. Oh, you're That's right. I'm trying to say. It's got a Necco wafer. Necco wafer medallion. And she's got Elizabethan, like... Collar and collar epaulets. And yeah. Epaulets. Red hair. Uh, crew, green crew eyes with red. no pupils. Yeah. Just totally green eyes she looks like some sort of marine who's gone total gay oh a pencil thin must like a john waters mustache like like some marine who's gone total gay for a pride fest fantasy pride fest yeah yes um this would however probably be great cosplay for me i could pull those colors off i'm not that neck it would make it look like your shoulders were swallowing your no, that would be great. That would actually make my neck look thinner. If you were 
Okay, if oh, oh, I don't know how, but... Because an Elizabethan collar, it hides all the double chins and everything. Oh. Uh, I'm going to try it out. plenty of Project Runway, and I would have to disagree with you on that. Well, agree to disagree. Um, so, he has been busy uh, plundering alien planets. He's a space pirate. Yes. Hyphenated, too. Yes. Um, he's gained countless treasures by terrorizing the space lanes, also hyphenated, and the cities of advanced civilizations. I have problems with these hyphenated words. With my super weapons and ultra-modern technology. Also hyphenated. I've taken what I've pleased for eons. Until recently, because now the alien races I've plundered have developed their own super weapons. Also Hyphen. hyphenated. They've driven me, pursued me, forced me to hide in this cosmic cloud. My best course is to find a planet to use as a base, a planet without super well weapons to fight me off. Hyphenated. Blah, blah, blah. One with a large population I can enslave. A planet like Earth. Yes, Earth is perfect. A small, backward, out-of-the-way world. But Superman lives there. Out-of-the-way is also hyphenated. I also think that <laughs> Superman would count as a planet with a super weapon. Oh. I mean, unless he... Uh, had a deadline at the planet or something when he prevented him from leaving the office to save the earth. I love that he's like, my best course is to find a planet to use as a base. A yeah. planet without super weapons yeah. to fight to fight me off. Because uh, he says one with a, a large population I can enslave. To repair my weapons and build me new ones. Why doesn't he just repair his weapons before he attacks a planet? Because well, have anything to read? He can't look at those delicate hands. He can't dirty his fingernails. Uh, he, we've already labor. established that he's a former Marine. I'm sure he has the, the strength. No, no we, the text has not established that. You established that. Agree to disagree. He is a space pirate. Well, hyphenated. Pirate. Yes, that's a man. He's a Marine. He's he's a, spent lots of time on the uh, on the wide open. Maybe a merchant spaces. Marine. <laughs> Which is a very different kind of a... That's a commercial thing. Sailor. Yes. Yes. Have we talked about my childhood neighbor, Mr. Topping? I know the name Mr. Topping, but I don't believe we have on this... You know what? No one remembers. Go no, ahead. No, they don't. Mr. Topping was an old, old, old man when I was just a toddler who lived next door. And he'd been a merchant marine, like... In the South China Sea, like in the 1920s, in the Ooh. exciting times. That's when airplanes used to go... Yes. Run with the propellers. And uh, Mr. Topping, this is going to sound uh, worse than it actually is. Mr. Topping also always had candy to pass out to the neighborhood children. And that was my first word, was candy, thank you. Because I'd <laughs> toddle over to his back door, knock on the door and get some candy. Oh. It was literally just candy. There's nothing untoward okay. going on. okay. Um, and Mr. Topping had a beautiful camphor wood chest carved with Chinese dragons and things and all. It's what? beautiful. And That's right. Who do you think has that camphor wood chest now? We do. Yes. Oh, there's a little tiny fly buzzing around. So the lesson is always take candy when it's offered. <laughs> now, oh, Amalak God. does have one weapon in perfect working order. It's an elemental energy cannon which can shoot individual people on the surface of the earth so he picks out a gentleman with his uh super laser scope uh he deduces somehow that all of the 
gentleman he's about to shoot should be in Metropolis so that mm-hmm. they can conquer Superman. Mm-hmm. First victim turns into Earth. He can transform his body into any solid matter such as stone, steel, wood, or glass, and he's completely under Amalak's control. Right. Next. I have found my next pawn to whom I will give the powers of air. He will be able to change his form to any vapor that exists. Including gas from your colon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Third. Will become water with the power to turn into any liquid. Oh, butler. From acid to nitroglycerin. Oh, look, she's working those stretch pants. What is she What is she wearing? Is it the red stretch pants? Yeah. Hold on a second. But as dogs oh. famously don't like the color red. No. Well, he's colorblind. Well, she is working. Those look capri like, exercise. Yeah. <gasps> she's, pulling up her, she's pulling up her pants and pulling down her sweater. <gasps> she must be working herself really hard. She's up, they're slipping down a little bit. Or else she knows that she's being spied on oh, by the HOA president. Oh, that thing she has in her hand is a water bottle. Of Good course. She looks great. Actually, I think she's make, working those pants really, really Oh, yeah. Well. She's yeah. got it. Yeah. Uh, why don't you yell out the window and tell her to pick up that bag? Oh, <laughs> Well, I thought she was, you know, coming by to pick up her dogs. Right. We you know sometimes no. the neighbors do that. Yeah. Nope. Nope. No such luck. Captain Butler has now come in from the other room to yes. get his back scratched. Now, uh, this water gentleman can turn into any liquid, including acid and nitroglycerine. That can't be good. The only, only power left is fire. And it must be, I must be very careful with it. What does his voice sound like? Something like that. Because it possesses the power of pure energy. He was a former marine. Light, a merchant marine. Heat, (laughs) light, and radioactivity. I must not miss. Oh, I love that. Ah, there is a handsome specimen worthy of the power. We don't even get to see who it is. Yes, we do. It's Clark Kent. Oh, that's right. Down below in Metropolis, as Clark Kent heads for the Daily Planet building, as we know, Clark Kent is secretly Superman. Of course. Now, Clark's toddling along the street with a young gentleman behind him next moment he is hit by the fire ray his clark kent clothes are blown away and And the 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 young teen behind him is nowhere to be found yeah is he dead well that's for us to know and everyone else to find out Mm -hmm. Um, so Superman's standing there, bare-ass naked in his costume, in the middle of the street. He's in his costume, but yes. Well, as you know, superhero costumes famously are drawn to look as if it's just a nude body with colors. Yeah. Here and there. Yeah. Um, Superman suddenly feels like half his strength is gone. Nonetheless, he needs to seek out the source of the blast and investigate it. Now... Amalak is aware that the person he chose is secretly Superman and that the ray he shot ricocheted off Superman and gave the firepower to the little boy. There's where the boy went. Now, all of these element gentlemen need to be in the same place before they can attack. He thinks. He believes. To be most effective, yes. Amalak believes that. Now... The ray, meanwhile, has caused a short-circuit malfunction, which will cause a power feedback, which will disable Amalak. So he's trying to throw the insulator switch before the... Oh! Yeah. The, the feedback powers. comes, and, it, and yeah. he's fighting the, the blackout that's coming on. He's fighting his loss of consciousness, but he actually loses consciousness. Now, here's our point of failure. 
he's got to be conscious to control these element beings. Otherwise, so they're just believes. going to run amok. Right. So the earth being slowly makes his way to a rendezvous, rendezvous point. The water being sloshes along the road. They, I like this one panel. It's really of one the of the water. few panels yeah, that I like. Yeah. The water being pulling, coming out of the puddle in the street. Cool. And finally, on a barren hill just outside the city, all four element beings meet as if drawn by some invisible force. Why are we here? I mean, they're not actually saying anything, but they, no. you know, they, their purpose is to seek out and kill Superman. Which they do seem to have some understanding. Finally, of. we understand why it is that Superman was in such a hurry to get back yeah. to the office to, to avoid this harsh tongue scolding he receives from Perry. Clark! You were late again today. I don't know what's the matter with you lately. Uh, sorry, Perry. I... No alibis. Get to work. Just tell him you're Superman. Just like, listen, Perry, I'm Superman. I'll write stories for you yeah. when I've got the time. You you know what? You can ghostwrite stories to slap by Clark Kent on it. Right. Just, you know, keep giving me a paycheck. I'll give you exclusive access to Superman. And uh, everything will be fine. This was the olden days when bosses were always horrible people. You know, they ruled by a way of doing things. You know, don't question. Just do it. Yeah. Right? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't live in the 60s. And uh, I've been quiet quitting since I started working. So (laughs) I'm way ahead of the curve. Okay. Now, he hears... Clark, that is, hears a report on the radio about four monsters supposedly tearing up the waterfront and flooding police headquarters. Uh, everyone is urged to stay indoors, and Clark says, Hey, Perry, I'm going to going to the docks to cover that story. You can't. The police have blocked off the area. I've sent Jimmy Olsen to interview the witnesses. But the police have blocked off the area. Why are you sending Jimmy? Oh, because Jimmy is small. He can get through. Jimmy's a cub reporter. Cub reporter means that he's desperate to prove himself and he's going to find a way to get that story. Don't argue with me on this about Jimmy. Now, here's the second point of contention. He's not inventive. That's not the word I'm looking for. Clark. Go ahead. Go ahead. Redheaded is the word you're looking for. No, that's not the word I was looking for, but that's okay. Freckly? Oh, come on. Clark uh, pretends there's a story coming on the teletype which makes Perry turn his head, giving... Clark the chance he needs to simultaneously change to Superman and summon a Clark Kent robot. Why wasn't the Clark Kent robot there at work all the time? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Why didn't he just summon him from outer space? Right. He wakes up at what? 6.30? Flies into outer space. Well, it's coffee first, obviously. Right. Coffee and shower. Flies into outer space. Rescue an alien civilization. Right. Knows he's going to be late to work. Right. Just send the Clark Kent robot to work. Mm-hmm. Have your day to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Superman is finally free to investigate the monsters while his Clark Kent identity is safely protected by a robot. The reports are true. The docks are on fire. Uh, Superman sees the four elemental figures. I, I. So you won't hear me say this very much. Yeah. I like this upper left panel of him flying over the docks. I know it's very simplistic. Oh, 
I may have misled you earlier. I love Wayne Boring's art. Oh, okay. It's just is very to me in my mind. It's very rooted in a decade earlier than when this story was published. I, I can see that. I agree. Yep. So these four beings recognize Superman, mm -hmm. recognize him as the one whom they were created to destroy, mm -hmm. and they advance. And now we enter into pages and pages and pages of the same battle. Yes. The Earth being is first to strike, sending Superman crashing back into a brick wall. The flame being hurls a flame at him. The, hotter than a dozen suns. The Earth being then changes into... Oh, no, still steel. Yeah. Um, now Superman's going to fling this wall at him, but that's when he discovers that he only has half his strength. Right. That's why the fire is burning him and the earth creature is knocking him out. Then the liquid being turns itself into super glue and mm -hmm. holds his legs fast. Mm -hmm. And then the gas being creates a cloud of poisonous gas around his head, which blocks his x-ray vision. He can't see or move. He is trapped. He does not have a moment to get a breath or get any leverage or anything he finally remembers his super breath and is able to blow through the gas creature yeah and freeze himself i do like this touch of the super glue creature snap <laughs> snap 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 when he snaps away from him it's interesting because it's you know, i've noticed that the pace of our conversation has sort of slowed down because we kind of have to sort through what the hell's going on visually okay. right and it's basically the same thing over and over again. Each element takes one attack, and then they all culminate in a combined attack. What I find surprising about this is how these, how the writer of this has decided that that um, each of these basic elements, even combined, is stronger than the combined than 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 Superman. Now, he's half his strength. Yeah, but still, he's pretty damn strong. Yeah, I mean, he's fighting against. Super glue. He's fighting against a cloud around his head, right? Right. I mean, does that I never, never at one time did I go, oh boy, I hope he makes it. Right. Uh, Superman flies around a wall into a back alley, but then the creatures find him and do exactly the same, the same thing. Attack. Yeah. The gas creature surrounds his head. Superman takes off into the sky. He tries to use his heat vision on yeah. all of them. Right. Well, but then, and uses simultaneously using super breath on the gas creature. Yeah, it's not having really any effect, any discernible effect on, on their attack. No. Then the earth being turns himself into metal and pulls the creatures in. This is an interesting attack. It is kind of a nifty little yeah, metal and, man. And, and so the, the, the air creature, the air element, turns itself into gas. The fire creature becomes the propellant for the combust... The combust... No, the combustion? I, I don't know. The heat source to create the combustion. Right, right, right. To propel the rocket after Superman. Yeah. And Superman gets pinned in the, the tip of the rocket, and, her, and he can't pull himself away. Right. And he's hurled into space. So um, they decided, okay, we're going to take this fight out into space. And now we're going to have 
the same fight we had on Earth, right. but now in outer space. Except the fire creature now is radioactive and is hurling radioactive plasma balls at Superman. Uh, he has lost half of his flying ability, so he can't really escape them. The liquid being turns into super okay, so glue again. All we get about the radioactive fire is one thing. He says, here, I can't fly any better than they can. Ag, atomic, atomic flame. flame. That's it. Like, yeah. we don't, it isn't fired at him again in a way that we we go, oh, wait, the atomic flame is having this effect on me right. as Superman. Like, we don't even know. We, we're supposed to infer, as said, the young reader from the 1960s, that, oh, an atomic flame is really bad. Now, remember... It, culturally, we're still dealing with, um, you know, the threat of the Cold War. So sure. the words atomic, or the, rather the word atomic, would inspire a sense of fear in a young reader at this time. A, a palpable sense of fear in the culture. Also, I guess the shocking part of the story is that any of this is affecting Superman in any way, because normally he would just brush this kind of stuff off. I guess when you're at half strength. Yeah. Who uses the word half? He uses the word half? Yeah, he did earlier. Okay. Uh, super glue being turns into super glue again. And he cannot break through, even with his mighty ballet kick there in the bottom panel. Okay, but then the next page. I love the ballet kick. Gassy's vapors surround his head. Uh, but he decides to take a, a trick from the book of Batman. Yep. And does a judo. A judo flip. Flip. In airless space. Yeah. Now, he somehow thinks he's going to knock out fire and earth, which he does. He surprises them. But then air and water uh, surprise him. Water being becomes super acid. Luckily, he's still super enough not to be burned by it. You but that gives me. the Earth being time to recover. Right. Uh, Superman dives quick towards the Earth creature and splashes the acid all over it. Which doesn't really stop them, but gives Fire Creature a chance now for his attack. Mm -hmm. Which leaves Superman dazed, helpless, and half unconscious. And... His last hope is gone as the Earth creature changes to steel and delivers a knockout punch. <laughs> the creatures are just about to put an end to Superman mm -hmm. when luckily for him, from the blackness of space, comes a meteor storm. Wow. Giving the Man of Steel a last minute reprieve, scattering the four elements like leaves in a storm and plummeting Superman back toward Earth. Isn't he lucky? Phew. But not for long. Now, they're doing the spaceship act again, following him back to Earth. Seconds later, in a remote deserted area near Metropolis. I'll make my stand here. The E-things are coming. That's the elemental things. Yes. Suddenly, from hundreds of feet in the air, the E-beings strike. Like, uh, break apart. No. So, in one panel, we see Superman standing on the hill with the creature rocket ship plummeting directly towards him. Mm-hmm. The next moment, they are attacking him, and he says, Ugh, I didn't expect that. They caught me by surprise again by He's driving literally staring right at them. to me in my eyesight. I don't understand. I don't either. That's just smacks of... Now, here I don't we know go. what. <laughs> uh, the water adolescent being... Writing, adolescent writing. 
Yeah. yeah. The water being attacks. Uh, he manages to shake off the water being, but his super breath is not enough to blow out the fire being. The earth being makes himself giant by absorbing more earth and then collapses onto Superman. He tries to get out of the way. But he can't. Uh, I can't get out of the way in but time. But then we learned that he used his super speed to dig a foxhole, which, which has him now trapped underneath the head of the super being, right? Yes. Now... To attack. Good thing the earth being broke into chunks small enough for my half strength to handle. Uh oh. <laughs> Fire melted some of it into lava. Good thing. That'll keep Earthman out of action for a while. Then, uh, what the hell? Ow, ow. He says, ow. Yeah. Air and fire have teamed up to attack me with a combination of heat, weight, and sandstorm. I swear to God, this is like, this sounds like one of my teenage D&D adventures where we're rolling the dice and you know trying to get through something and we're fighting god knows what and it's just throwing everything in the book at us yes you know now he finally gets smart he ex- they expect him to resist but what he does there's see they're making a little cyclone of fire and air and sand from right. the rock creature i guess um but he just heads in the same direction that they're spinning and sends all that sand right into the fire creature. Ha ha! That sandstorm weakened fire's flame considerably and air's strength also, at least for the moment. How does he know? I mean, how does he know to sort of stand back and go... Like, how does he know? Now, the earth creature has reformed himself at normal size as in making an attack... Superman tries to parry with heat vision, but the earth creature has turned himself into glass. What? He blends into the background. I can't see him. I think you can see glass. You can see glass. Yeah. Um, I guess the heat vision would pass harmlessly through it, maybe. that's No, it. so there he is, but my heat vision won't affect him. He's become asbestos, and he's coming nearer. Superman, you've got to be careful around asbestos. That's with your exactly right. half strength. Right. Then, the next page, he says, well, I have to use my fists. But then... What? Oh, it's turned into a a pliable, spongy material. My punches rebound harmlessly. (laughs) (laughs) Then he becomes steel again. This creature, this this earth element, must must be very quick. Because the man of steel is very quick, too. Well, he's only got half speed, so... Okay. Oh, no, the airman has recovered and is blinding me once more. But I've gotten a hold of earth. Now I can use my super breath and super strength to hurl them both at water. That oh. should buy us a panel. I still have enough <laughs> power for that. Um, one time my great aunt Sue was tasked by her sister, my grandmother, Mrs. White, mm-hmm. to pick up sticks and branches from the back driveway. I don't know why. Okay. Um, I think it was probably some kind of punishment situation. Uh, so... I went out to the driveway to help my feeble little old Aunt Sue pick up sticks. Wait a second. These were adults? Oh, yeah. They were in their 80s. They were living together. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was helping Aunt Sue, and she picked up a little tiny twig and tossed it into the grass. Uh-huh. And then she said, not bad for a country girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this panel reminds me of, Superman throwing Earthman. I still have enough strength for that. (laughs) 
God, I've never heard that story. How can we be together for nearly 30 years and I'm hearing a story for the first time? Well, I don't know. I like to keep it fresh, you I know. I love that. But as the two E-beings collide with water, who bears the brunt of Superman's attack? Arg says, oh, God, can we get through this? So the liquid being now rises in a fit of rage to attack Superman. Watery rage. Uh, and he becomes thick, oily, and yellowish. Yes, he's changed to nitroglycerin. Enough to destroy half a city. Yes, this is like, a, I'd say probably 16 foot tall, gloppy creature of nitroglycerin. That could destroy a city. I'll take your word for it. The being ignites himself in a cataclysmic explosion. But and with half his power gone, Superman is stunned and nearly unconscious. Once again, with their foe helpless and the gleam of destruction in their eyes, the E-monsters go about fulfilling the purpose for which Amalek created them. And Arr! what of Amalek? High above in the, his spaceship, the creator of the E-things is slowly recovering from the power feedback. Ooh, my head. Where are the element beings? I must get to my monitor screen. Ah, they are serving their purpose. They are in battle with Superman and apparently have the best of him. He gets his powers from Earth's sun, but the Nova power I, wished, I used was greater enough to weaken him. I must take part in his death. Mine must be the hand guiding his destruction. And so I'll use this machine, which will put me in direct mental control of my creatures now. But back on Earth, as the beings prepare to kill the Man of Steel, yes, they stop. They're stunned temporarily by the outside force suddenly controlling them. They reel, then they stand motionless. Superman takes his chance. He takes that Earth creature and hurls him at the air creature as hard as it can and they become human uh, well i don't know how that happened he's been hurling them at each other this whole time yeah i have no idea so earth and air become human uh and the force that made them element men seems to have drained back into superman he feels stronger now butler I you're going to the puppy farm tomorrow butler stop it He's barking at the fast walkers. We've had to stop and start this podcast in so many places because we've, it's, we're doing this on a weeknight evening. Everyone's walking through a neighborhood. But especially this fast walker couple, they live on a neighboring farm and they come through here four or five times a day. You may remember that Dr. Bob uh, had rescued one of his calves. Yes. yes. Uh, and Butler hates the wife. We don't know why, but the feeling seems to be mutual. He, he doesn't pay any attention to them when I walk them in the mornings. Well, then I'd like to know what your secret is, because when I say I'm hello to them and him, talk to them and everything. So do I, and then he starts barking and pulling my arm oh, off. Oh, no, he doesn't get away with that with me. Well, then maybe you should just walk him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Superman throws this water thing at the fire, and the water thing turns back human, but the fire thing is just still fire. Right. Meanwhile, in Amalek's great starship, He's having a hissy fit. No, 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 no. <laughs> Three of my invincible element slaves beaten and because I intervened. I can't stop Superman with only fire. But I can strike at him. Fire is still under my control. I can cause him to become radioactive plutonium. He'll blow up like a superatomic bomb, taking Superman's home city, Metropolis, with him. It's nearby. And as Amalek carries out his plot, 
Superman realizes that fire has turned radioactive. He'll flare up and wipe this area off the map. Unless I can hurl him into space. Well, I just want to pause because you and I didn't talk about this in advance. Mm -hmm. Superman has seen that hurling earth at uh, at air mm-hmm. expo uh, broke the spell, if you will, right. and two human forms, beings are formed. Right. Hurling water at fire broke the spell, and a human being came forward. Right. He's now going to throw fire because it's become radioactive into outer space, knowing that mm. if he were to save it, it would become a human form. He's doing it to save Metropolis, but I think that Superman would go into space with this being. And let it blow up, and then maybe it would change into human form. No, he hurls this human form out into space, which is, in all of my discussions with you about ethics and such, and I go, why doesn't he just kick him off the planet? You know, you say, because you can't do that. You can't do that to your enemy. Right. He does it to his enemy. Teenage deadline. I'm telling you. And I think a certain listener is going to hear this and be like, Oh, uh-huh. oh, good, good one there, Doctor Husband. So uh, the fire being coincidentally crashes right into Amalak's ship and explodes in a mushroom cloud of atomic fury. It wouldn't happen in airless space. Oh my God! I forgot about the next four panels. Uh, as predicted by Doctor Husband. <laughs> The fire being does turn back into the young gentleman from the... He was probably a teenage delinquent anyway. Uh, Floating in airless space, Superman flies up there quick, but has time to deliver the other E-beings to a hospital before he brings this teenage boy back from space to the hospital. I don't know about that. Um, This all would have taken place within a matter of seconds yeah yeah and yet he can't get to work on time (laughs) uh the doctor reports that the first two have recovered have recovered but they can't recall a thing about their weird transformations which is good because that means this boy that i've just rescued from space won't remember clark's change to superman okay can i just call bullshit on this because superman in the previous page page 23 yeah superman hurls water at fire yep. water forms an unconscious human being then amalek goes no 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 yep and he fires turning fire into plutonium yep superman makes a cake makes a decision to hurl plutonium into space and in the time that he's hurled plutonium into space he has taken three human beings to the hospital they have recovered he has gone into space to retrieve the human body that was fire and brought it in to the hospital in that time period bullshit now do you know how long it takes to check into a hospital (laughs) i do actually yeah didn't happen what i missed the first time also uh, as Superman just hurled the fire being into space, where it enters deep space where Amalek is hiding. Right. Amalek's not uh, going around the Earth. Right. And by the way, it just so happened that Superman's aim 
from where he was standing at that point in the Earth's rotation yeah. was perfect enough yeah. to launch the fire being into space and just so happened to reach into deep space and just so happened to crash into his spaceship. See, if Jim Shooter was not under a deadline, there would have been something about like Superman prearranged for the meteor shower that rescued him. Or Amalek came down to Earth to yes, finish his yes. business and, he, and Superman hurls the fire being at Amalek. At, right. But then, of course, he would actually have to save Amalek, too. Yeah, okay. true. Uh, Interesting. An hour later, as Superman patrols Metropolis, so is this like a busman's holiday, Clark? You don't have to go back to the office? <laughs> You're still hung up on that coming late to the office, aren't you? Well, yes. Yeah. Frankly, I am. Police on another world told me about that ship. It belonged to Amalek, a space pirate. That's not hyphenated there. <gasps> Whoa! Then Amalek was the probable source of the E things hyphens. hyphenated. But if he controlled them, couldn't he stop that blast? Perhaps when they failed, he wanted to die. Yeah, obviously, Amalek is a self hating space pirate. <laughs> That's that obvious with that dialogue. Obvious, yes. yes. But did he die? Anyone as brilliant as Amalek may have found a way to escape. And if he did, will he return again to menace me? Uh, only time will tell. Spoiler alert, he will. Oh. Within our checkered past purview, so you've got that to look forward to. So please tell me it's drawn by a different... No, no, uh, written by a different... Oh. Uh, no. Oh, God. But, uh, you know, he will have probably turned 14 by then, so... Oh, that's yeah. Tremendous difference better. between... What's up with a 13-year-old drawing a comic for... Writing. A, a writing. Writing a comic for... A big publishing house like DC. He just submitted stories and they had him come in. My gosh. Uh, Bob's your uncle. Okay. Anything else to add? Bob's not my uncle. Bob's my husband. Ah, nice one. Uh, you can find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your free podcasts from. And you can find us right back here each and every week. Yes, please. Ish. Yeah. Uh... We did mention last week that we were on the Brave and the Bop, which is on the magazines and Monsters feed. You can still find that, and you can find a lot of other podcasts over there, too. Wide variety for every interest. <laughs> and uh, that's all I got. Thank you for listening. I thank you as well. Yes. Bye! Bye. That's getting better.